0: Chapter 2 They didn't even have enough time to look surprised before we struck. As a bald eagle, I was the biggest of the five of us. I could carry the heaviest load. I raked my talons forward. I opened them wide. (coughs) Tobias's hawk let loose an intimidating shriek. My talons hit the gun barrel and closed on it. Tobias slashed the ponytail guy's head with his own talons. Ponytail shouted in pain and surprise and loosened his grip on the rifle. "'Hey!' the second guy yelled. "'Zoom! I was out of there with the rifle and my talons.' With the additional weight of the rifle, it was a struggle getting any altitude. "'That bird has your gun, Chester, and that other one stole my beer!' I glanced over and saw Marco. At least, I think it was Marco. He had the beer can in his talons, half-crumpled. "'They're way too young to be drinking.' "'Marco said in his most parent-like voice. "'I heard the ponytail guy complaining down below. I ain't right no bird should take my rifle like that. "'I caught a little breeze and gained just enough altitude to get above the trees, "'but I was having a hard time. "'My wings were beating the still-dead air of the woods "'and not getting very much lift. "'I scraped the top of a tall pine tree and emerged from the woods,' Still flapping hard to carry the weight of the rifle, I made it out toward the beach, over the low cliffs at the water's edge. The blessed thermals were there. They lifted me up, up, and out over the water. I relaxed, letting the warm wind carry me higher. I dropped the rifle about a mile out in the ocean. I figured any jerk who would shoot at a bald eagle didn't need a gun. Marco dropped the beer with amazing precision right into a trash barrel. He looked as proud as he would have if he had just thrown the winning basket in the NBA championship. It's been almost two hours, Cassie warned us as we lazily drifted back toward shore. Two hours is the time limit. If you stay in a morph for more than two hours, you're trapped. Forever. There's an old, run-down church no one uses anymore, not far from the beach. It has a bell tower, although the bell is gone. We flew there. That's where we had started from. Our clothes and shoes were still piled there. Four pairs of shoes for the five of us. Cassie, still in her osprey body, peered down at her watch lying on the floor. Good. An hour and a half. We should try never to go over an hour and a half. We began to morph back into our human bodies. Morphing takes concentration. When you're going from human to animal, it's harder. You really have to focus. But going back to human is easier. I focused on my human self. I formed a picture of myself in my mind. Tall, thin, with blonde shoulder-length hair. I focused especially on the hair, because I didn't like my last haircut. It was uneven at the bottom. Not that it mattered. I just wish I could do something about the hair when I morphed. Unfortunately, morphing doesn't work that way. The changes began quickly. The feathers that covered me began to melt. They ran together like hot wax. In some places, when my skin reappeared, it would have this beautiful feather pattern for a few seconds. My yellow bill sucked back into my mouth to become white teeth. That part sort of itched. It made me want to grind my teeth a few times. My lips grew out around my teeth. My eyes went from pale gold to my normal blue. My legs grew quite a bit, from about three inches to normal size. I looked over at Jake and saw the same things happening to him. Let me just tell you, watching someone morph is not a pretty sight. It's the kind of thing that would give you screaming nightmares if you didn't know it was going to be alright. When Cassie morphs, she always does it kind of artistically. Like, when she changes into a horse, she does it so it doesn't look totally creepazoid. She has a natural talent for morphing. If there is such a thing. The rest of us just let it happen however it happens. The results can be disturbing. I happened to see Marco at the moment where his hairy boy legs came shooting out of this little bird body, and I yelped. Uh gross. Hey, you don't look so good yourself, Rachel. His mouth was morphing even as he spoke, so the first few words were garbled, and the last were normal. I think what he said was, hey, you don't look so good yourself, Rachel. He was probably right. I was glad I didn't have a mirror. My tongue grew fat in my mouth. My eyesight became faded and dim. The eagle's mind evaporated, leaving me all alone in my head. My wings became arms. My talons became toes. The scaly yellow eagle legs became my own legs, only they were still all scaly at first. Nice look, chicken legs, Marco said. Do those come in extra crispy, too? I smiled at him. You're not one to talk, Marco. I pointed down at the floor. See, his legs had changed back, but he still had huge osprey talons instead of feet. As my skin began to appear, so did my morphing outfit. Fortunately, after a few tries, we had all learned to morph some very minimal clothing. Usually nothing more than skin-tight workout clothes or leotards. Not enough to go walking around in, but enough to keep us all from dying of embarrassment when we morphed in front of each other. I checked out my friends. They were mostly normal again, with just a few remaining hints that they'd been birds a minute earlier. Jake is kind of a big guy, with brown hair and serious dark eyes. Although, at the moment, his eyes were shining with excitement. Sometimes, being in a morph just totally breaks you out. Jake was a lizard once, and he still hasn't gotten over the fact that he ate a live spider. But I guess he enjoyed being a falcon, because he was babbling on and on about how great it was. That was so absolute, he said. It's like, now, being back in a human body, I feel like I'm handicapped or something. I feel like I'm glued to the ground. I'm blind. Cassie agreed. Human eyes are so lame for seeing things far away. She grinned and spread her wings. She had managed to keep her wings till the very end. Now she looked like some strange angel. Oddly, the look worked for her. The osprey's five-foot gray and white wings were incredibly cool. Do you think you could fly? Jake asked her. He looked a little awestruck. Cassie laughed. No, Jake, this body weighs about 80 pounds. His wings aren't built for that kind of weight. She morphed her wings into arms in about three seconds and laughed gaily. Marco shook his head. Great. When we morph, we look like some mad scientist's genetic experiment gone totally crazy. And Cassie gets to look like an angel. Cassie and I have been friends for a long time, although to look at us, you wouldn't think we'd hang out together. Cassie is casual to the extreme. The girl just doesn't care about clothing or style. I swear, she would wear overalls to a wedding if someone didn't stop her. Cassie lives on a farm, and her whole family is massively into animals. Her dad used the barn to run the wildlife rehabilitation clinic, which is a kind of hospital for injured animals. It's always full of birds and skunks and possums and coyotes, and every other animal you can think of. Cassie's mom is a vet, too. She works at the gardens, this huge zoo and amusement park. So maybe Cassie was just born with an instinct for understanding animals. All I know is she has always finished morphing, while the rest of us are still looking like creepy, half-human, half-animal monsters. As for me, well, it's not that I miss fashion or whatever, but I do like nice clothes. I guess that, plus the way I look, makes a lot of people think I'm stuck up or something people do think I'm pretty. But to me, that's just an accident, you know? Looks are not the important thing. It's what's in your head that counts, and that's what I concentrate on. Of course, that's another area where Cassie and I are a little different. I guess she would say, no, it's what's in your heart that counts. She's a natural peacemaker. If there's ever a hassle within the group, it's usually me and Marco that caused it, and Cassie who got us all calmed down. Personally, I'm glad to be back to my regular body, Marco said. The flying part is great, but it's not a good idea to be able to see that well. Why? Jake asked. Look, Jake, how many times have you been walking around the mall or whatever, and you'll see a girl who seems good-looking from far off, but when you get closer, it turns out she's a skank? I mean, if you could see this well all the time. Excuse me, I interrupted. I'm sure I didn't hear you say what I thought you just said. I wasn't being sexist. Marco protested. It goes both ways. See, from far off, I look taller than I am. Marco is a little self-conscious about being short. He has long, brown hair and a dark complexion, and most girls think he's really cute. But being small bothers him. Your problem isn't with people seeing you too well, I said. It's with people hearing you too well. You look like a fairly smart guy. Then you open your mouth. Marco just grinned. Marco lives to annoy people. He really is extremely smart and basically nice underneath it all. It's just that the boy loves to provoke people. Marco and Jake are best friends, even though Jake is serious and thoughtful and always trying to do what's right, while Marco is sarcastic and temperamental and is the most reluctant of the Animorphs. Marco still thinks we should just give up the battle against the Yerks and try to stay alive. But with Marco, you never know if he really believes that, or is just saying it to be contrary. Well, let's get out of here, Jake suggested. I have homework to do. Me too, I said. And I have gymnastics class this afternoon, and I'm totally unprepared. Cassie sighed. It's such a drag. The chores and the homework all come rushing back as soon as we change back into our boring human selves. As soon as she said it, Cassie bit her tongue. She cast a regretful look to Tobias. See, while all of us had changed back, Tobias had not. Tobias was still a hawk. Tobias, who had once had unruly blonde hair and eyes that seemed hurt and tender and hopeful all at once. Tobias had been trapped while trying to escape from the hellish nightmare of the Yerkpool. He had stayed more than two hours in that morph. We had all returned to our human forms, but Tobias was still a hawk. Tobias will always be a hawk.